Power Project crew, welcome to today's show. Today is April 15th, a very important day. No, not the former tax day. It's my birthday. So thank you uh, sincerely, everybody that's been supporting uh, the show, supporting me being on the damn show. Uh, really the biggest uh best birthday gift that you guys can give me is just downloading this episode and then sharing it with a friend. Today, it was just the crew. And what was awesome is we decided to go live for the first time uh, since the uh, the lockdown started. So we did a live uh, Zoom meeting all over the dang place. So uh, sorry if some of the audio sounds a little weird or you know, I'm a little distracted or you guys can hear, you know, the keyboard clacking back and forth. Uh, that's just because we did a live thing and, you know, I did my best and I think it worked out pretty good. It was a lot of fun. So thank you everybody that was on the live stream. Make sure you guys go to uh, powerproject.live to make sure you never miss a live stream again. Uh, as far as the episode, we talked about a bunch of stuff. We talked about lifting. We talked about the uh, the lockdown itself, uh, how, how it's really affected us, where we think it's going to end up, and uh, really just takes. We took some fan questions, and we 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 just we had a blast. It was just a lot of fun because that's the first time that if it's just been the three of us in a really long time, and then you know the live stream was even longer since the last time we've done that. So real fast, uh, please make sure you guys head over to markbell.com. Uh, Mark Bell is Mark's website where he posts daily workouts every single day. So if you're like me or you're, you know, you're somebody who's not really 100%, uh, like a, a veteran in the lifting game and you need a little bit of guidance, uh, markbell.com is a great resource because every single day you're going to get a new workout. And again, that is absolutely free for 30 days. So head over to markbell.com register and you'll gain access to the entire website lastly markbellslingshot.com we are still giving away uh 20 off any slingshot and hip circle combo so head over to markbellslingshot.com add any slingshot of your choice any hip circle of your choice and at checkout you'll receive 20 off of course if you guys did catch this live on april 15th you would have known that the entire website was 19 off uh, by the time you listen to this that won't be the case so again please make sure you guys are tuned in live because because, you know, you get some some cool benefits and then you get to chat with us back and forth. Anyways, I'm going to shut up. Let's get to this episode. Thank you guys again. We sincerely appreciate you guys. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. Enjoy the show. To you. Happy birthday, dear Andrew. I love you, Congo. Happy birthday to you. Whip out that giant dick. <laughs> oh, no. Smack it on the smack it on the microphone for us a little bit. I'm so sad I wasn't recording for all of that, but we got enough. Um, how big uh, is it really? How big does it really need to be? That's is it question. bigger than an iPhone? <laughs> I mean, there's different versions of the iPhone, so I can say yes. I think it's it like bigger? two. It's like two iPhone 10s Maxes wow. connected together. Yeah. What about uh, like just a razor, you know, folded up? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> folded up razor. Yeah. Um, Dude, what's going on? How old are you? 35. I hit 35 today. Wow. Damn. Mid 30s. 35. Still scared to tell people that you're gay. Yeah. Yeah. 35 years. Still can't. Still can't muster up the, the confidence and strength. <laughs> staying in that, staying in that closet, that comfort zone. Yeah. Um, anywho, yeah, we could totally go live. Hopefully, it, it, there's enough uh, internets, interwebs to maintain the uh, stream. If not, we can always just upload. 
Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So once I get that going, if we could hit Piedmontese in the, in the front. <clears throat> Make sure I'm on the 5G network. Yeah, yeah, that's my other question about the whole 5G thing. Hasn't our Wi-Fi routers always have the 5 gigahertz, or is that something different? Uh, 5G's been around for a little bit, but I don't, I don't think it's pretty new, right? But yeah, I, I remember like a couple of years ago, my like Comcast router had the 2.4 and then the 5 is that the same thing? Because even at the uh, at at, um, at Super Training, we have the five G. Like, yeah, it, it has the five G capacity, but we didn't always like there. There weren't a bunch of five G towers to allow you to like use that fast of five G. Apparently, uh, right. So now there's more towers, and I'm loving the fast internet. <laughs> hey, did I did I look like a cop this morning or what? Yeah. Oh, oh with God. the vest. <laughs> Yeah, if I saw you like 30 meters away, I would run the other way as fast as I could. be like a SWAT, t- a SWAT teams in our neighborhood. <laughs> I'd, I'd be so nervous because I'm like, I don't have a mask. I don't have my papers. I'm not legal. I just start yelling at people. Where's your mask? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Uh, so apparently, I don't know if this is a myth. I don't know if this is a myth, but in the Philippines, the president has like this squad and they're like, I don't know what they're called, but like this Philippine biker squad. Have you heard about them? Yeah. No, you have. Sounds yeah. good to me, though. Oh, Andrew. Okay, so Andrew, correct me where I'm wrong, but apparently, like, if they think you're on drugs, if they like they're driving by and they think you're on drugs, they can just kill you right then and there. Like, they can just pop you. You know. So, like, the, the thing is to get drug addicts off of the streets, <laughs> and the president has given them the the, the go ahead to ahead. just kill these people. Am I right, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I I wonder if they have a drug problem there. <laughs> It's uh, all the all the kratom, but the my the extent of my knowledge is just from the Tom Segura stand up thing. I think. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I heard it from. Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> oh my god, thousands dead in the Philippines, president. Yeah, it's called the Death Squad. Hmm. Oh my goodness. Hey, I figured out a new trick the other day. Uh, let, um, let's get this live stream going. Oh, all right. Uh, all let's right. go live here. Waiting for Zoom. You guys got you guys got your coffee. I got oh, yeah. coffee. Yeah, I love this mug. I think you guys have seen it before. This is the Great. best mug I own, and I got it at the at the uh, at the uh, Dollar Tree. Such a mean mug. mug. Yeah, I love this mug. Yeah, what is that mug? You guys have seen it before. This is the best Darth mug Vader? I own. Oh, nice. And I got it. I can hear myself at the Dollar Tree. Where's that? Can hear yourself mean mugging. Yeah. Uh oh, hold on one second. Hey, what is that I, mug? I heard you. Darth Vader? Oh, nice. Oh, oh, oh wow. I can hear myself. Hey. This is oh, something. Or, or off to a great start. Uh oh, hold on one second. I, I heard you. That's, Are we listening to the future oh, or the past? Hey. Here we go. This is. Or, or, or off to a great start. Hey, there I go again. That's Are we listening? Hello, hello, hello. Today, today, today. <laughs> now I can't tell. That's <laughs> <laughs> is there an echo in here i think we're good now right yeah sounds like it sweet all right hey you guys know that i uh switched up my diet a little bit eating a little bit less fat just because i haven't done that in a really long time and i eat like crazy amounts of fat or at least i try to or at least i was trying to for a long time especially being on the carnivore diet but you know, the cool thing is with Piedmontese, I can still eat steak and not have to worry about it. I had to cut back on the 
burgers a little bit because you know they're they're 85 and they're that's my favorite stuff is uh they're they're 85 percent ground beef is like one of my favorite things that they have but i'm a fat guy at heart and i'm gonna put cheese on it so i had to switch over to eating a lot of leaner stuff i'm eating a little bit of carbohydrates now a little bit of rice potato some fruit vegetables things like that but um you know and mixing stuff in i don't really have to you know normally if i was going to try to cut back on fat i'd have to mainly eat like chicken and fish and i, I am going to eat some chicken and fish but um you know with piedmontese i get to still enjoy it like the bavette steak the new york strips um new york strip like it has this kind of tiny little strip of fat on it and if you chop that off there's basically there's not there's hardly any fat in there at all still juicy still tender you guys know what's up I love that. I love that strip of fat, but you know what, you know, something cool. And I mean, I know you guys don't track and I don't track either anymore, but for those individuals that do the cool thing about the steaks. And I realized this a few weeks ago is that they have really consistent marbling. Cause I went into my freezer and I pulled out some New York strips from Costco and the marbling, like one had a lot of fat, one had a bit. And it just like, if you're someone who's trying to like track these things, cause like you're doing bodybuilding or whatever, if you try to track that steak the same way, one will have probably double the fat and you will be off, like super off. Yeah. That's actually a really good point because you're going to get just some numbers off the internet, you know, about, about what that ribeye has. <laughs> and especially like, I know some people get a little laxed with that too. They're just, uh, I mean, nowadays you're not in a restaurant, but a lot of times you're like, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a 10 ounce ribeye and it's a 14 ounce ribeye. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's some big, there's some big differences there and stuff like that. So yeah, the Piedmontese stuff is great. Um, I, you know, I keep switching back and forth between the different cuts that I like a lot, but, uh, that Bavette steak, I think is, is if I'm saying that correctly, and I don't even know how to pronounce it, but that's, that's one of my favorites that they have on the menu. So that's your new number one. Well, it's my favorite one, um, in terms of how lean it is. Mm. Like it, it, it's the, it's in my opinion, it's a lean, it's the leanest out of the stuff that they have that still tastes really, really, really good. You know, I really, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, for my birthday, I'm going to celebrate with a tomahawk. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I already started defrosting that bad boy and I'm going to throw it in my smoker and yep, I'm going to put that in my smoker and smoke it. Uh, and just, yeah, I, I just, I wanted to have like an awesome day. So I woke up early. I trained, got some recovery, did a 10 minute squat. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And for sure. Like I wanted to finish off with like an amazing, like, uh, dinner so in the middle of all that of course i definitely want a podcast so today's going to be a freaking fantastic day because we have two lined up for for everybody is uh is stephanie gonna like use all 35 spanks on one cheek of yours or she gonna mix it up Mm. or she gonna use the same hand because like her hand might get might get a little worn out stung yeah (laughs) yeah dude my butt's gonna look like hamburger meat (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're gonna have a great night <laughs> yeah yeah if you guys want your own hamburger meat you gotta head over to perfect uh, well i said perfect keto piedmontese.com that's p-i-e-d-m-o-n-t-e-s-e.com at checkout enter promo code power project for 25 percent off your order and if your order is 99 dollars more you get free two-day shipping i'm gonna have fun with that tomahawk for sure though mm-hmm. yes you will it's been a while since we've been live guys it wow, it feels I can. It feels different. You feel that, Sima? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel think like this is the five G. 
5G waves running through our brains. <laughs> Isn't this the first time we've been live on Zoom too? Like we've never done a Zoomcast live. Correct. This is this is all brand new. It's a whole new world, Aladdin. 2020, baby. Yeah. Or maybe kinda, not. I don't know. Okay, this is kind of cool though. I have I pulled up our YouTube channel, the Zoom page, and I'm watching us and I'm seeing us. This is really odd. Yeah, well, kind of creepy. Welcome to my when world. When will when will then be now? So I figured out, I figured out a little trick um, that you guys are going to be pretty pumped about. Hopefully it works for you. You know, every, every, every person is a little different, but we were talking like a couple weeks back. And I think maybe in SEMA mentioned something about like, you know, leaning over the sink and how like it tightens up your back a little bit like one of you guys mentioned that maybe it's andrew like you're brushing your teeth and you like lean forward yep that's me. and you kind of like yeah you oh, there you go and you kind of feel it in your back a little bit so i don't know i was messing around in the bathroom and i was just trying to figure out like a different position that you don't feel any tension in your back if you lean over the sink because <laughs> you know once you once you like lean over the sink your hips are back and your upper body is forward so it's like putting a little bit of stress on your lower back not a lot obviously but it's it's a position that you might pause and hold for a little bit if you're messing with your face popping zits washing your face brushing your teeth or whatever it is you might be might be uh doing in the bathroom and so what i did is i i pushed my knees against the cabinet with my uh and i pushed my like heels towards the floor and it just ends up being like a calf stretch and you feel it a lot less in your back and it lowers you down closer <laughs> to the mirror in a weird way. So you do, you got to try it. It's, I know everyone listening, like if, if they get a chance to try it, they're going to be like thinking about me, like in, in the, in the bathroom mirror, which is a really weird thing to be thinking about, but give it a shot. It, it worked. It worked great for me. Were your toes off the ground when you were doing this? No. No, my toes were like pushed into the ground. It was like I was driving my knees forward into the cabinet. Let's see if I can show my <laughs> feet down here. So like say the cabinet's like here. Can you see my feet? Yes. So I was I went like that. I jammed my knees forward. That makes sense. And and they were up against there and then I leaned forward from there. Uh, but, but I didn't have to lean forward as much. It's like I took a half step back. I think this is revolutionary, really. I, I really do. Like I can't patent it or anything, but I don't know. Give not, it a <laughs> not with that attitude. Give it a <laughs> yeah. Give it a try. That makes mm-hmm. sense. But the the uh, the unfortunate thing about all that is, if you can do that while washing dishes, then we run out of my excuse for not being able to do the dishes. Because I'm like, man, right. I promise you, I was totally gonna wash all those dishes, but my back. And I even had a doctor say like, yeah, no, that's actually a bad position for your back to be in. So you shouldn't, I'm like, see, I got my mom stand straight. My mom used to say like, all this stuff is designed by men. (laughs) (laughs) She's like men who never used this shit before. She's like a vacuum, uh, uh, the, uh, your, your washer and dryer and stuff like that. Let me get my Uh crazy dog over here. Daisy, what are you doing? All right, Andrew, why don't you wash the dishes just no, standing uh, straight up? That, uh, well, because, okay, well, if I go He's straight splashing. If I go, if I go straight up, I can't really reach, like, all of the dishes, so you got to lean over a little bit to grab. I mean, not trying to, not, 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 trying to, not trying to brag or anything, but I think we have a pretty big sink, so, like, I have to dig in there, 
And then, of course, the yeah, I'm a little, I'm like five ten, five eleven, six six one, somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm about five eleven. Okay, on a good day, I think I, I can hit six feet tall. But yeah. I have to reach down because the water, the water hose, the the nozzle is not that tall, so I got to get in there. But no, I, I'm joking. I, I've been doing the dishes. But it's just awesome to have that excuse from like a doctor who, and we always talk trash about doctors. Well, not always, but we've said some some things about doctors that in the past have told. Well, I know for myself, you know, my first day of getting my back checked, oh, you need surgery? Like, no, I don't. But don't do the dishes. Like, all right, I'll take that one thing and then I'll run with that. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's just for fun and games. Yeah. Hey, you know, I want to congratulate you guys because I think that we had a hell of a last, you know, couple of weeks here with with the podcast. I think absolutely. I think it's been it's been awesome, man. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, we had you know a swirl of negativity, and rightfully so. I mean, we did we did uh, I you know I posted on my Instagram something that is definitely definitely could be considered clickbait, but it wasn't really clickbait because it wasn't like in my opinion clickbait is just getting you to click on it to uh to watch it and then ha- and then it's something else that to me that's clickbait but maybe people have a different interpretation of it i just wanted people to watch it people to hear a different perspective and uh, when we had dr batar on he definitely had hmm. a different perspective and when we had daniel orego on daniel i think did a good job of like tying everything together and and uh maybe being more rational I think that we can all agree. Like, um, I don't know if I'd want Dr. Batar to be my doctor. He doesn't seem, (laughs) he seems, uh, emotionally charged, you know, which, which is okay, but it's just not my cup of tea. I would want someone that is going to be a little bit more down the middle. Someone who's going to just lay out the facts are going to say, Hey, you know, Mark, if you do this, it's going to have this repercussion. But if you do that, you know, there's going to have this other repercussion and, you know, make your own, make your own choice. He was a little bit, um, well, maybe a lot of it kind of one-sided uh, definitely, you know, would throw him in the category of, of a conspiracy theorist, but it's been great to have other people come on and we're looking forward to having other people come on to, you know, further elaborate on what's going on. I mean, if you're to, if you're to listen to the media, it goes, it keeps going back and forth. Dr. Fauci is a genius. Dr. Fauci should be fired. Like it's going back and forth. Right. And obviously you can't hang the responsibility on one person, but if you look at the numbers um, and like, what a horrible thing to like rate something by, but that's what we are looking at is the number of deaths and the number of deaths, just they're not nearly as high as we initially anticipated. And so uh, while we've been, we've been more on the side of like, Hey, like let us out of our homes and let us get back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the quarantine, like I can recognize that, Hey, maybe the quarantine has been super effective since it's been at least slowing everything down, but maybe, maybe it's just slowing down the inevitable. And that's, that's what we'll find out in the next couple uh, weeks and months. Like maybe the same number of people will still end up with this virus. And I heard an estimate yesterday and, and these numbers are, I actually, I'll just leave the numbers out of it because it, you know, who knows what's accurate, but I, I've heard that like most people, especially in the United States have already contracted the virus, you know, or I shouldn't say most people, I should say a large number uh, from, from what I've been hearing, a large number of people have already contracted the virus. And then again, that, that would be pushing the, uh, 
the percentages down. But anyway, I, I just think it's great. I think it's cool that we have kind of opened up a new chapter in the um, in the power project. I think it's really cool. Like we've been talking a little bit political. We've been talking um, about just everything, values, virtues. Um, we've always talked about life on this podcast, so that hasn't changed. But this is a this is a this is a crisis. This is a huge thing that's hitting everybody hard. And so we decided to take a uh, deep dive in. Cheers. Salud. Bink. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I am curious to see exactly how um, I don't want to say volat- volatile, volatile, but it's going to when uh, like Dr. Drew was just saying, like there's going to be two sides of the argument once we're through this and that's going to be, see, I told you it was bullshit. And then the other side, which is the quarantine fixed everything. And like, mm-hmm. I can kind of already see that happening with like the numbers coming out saying like, Oh, we were way wrong. We're so happy to be wrong. We did good. It's like, well, shit, man, right. did you, or was it bullshit? Like, uh, it's, it's really frustrating. Hey, what, what podcast did you hear that on Andrew? Uh, it might've been Mark Bell's power project podcast where we had Dr. Oh, Drew. And if you guys are on the live stream right now, once we're off air, you guys can go check that out. That was just published on our YouTube channel, Facebook, iTunes, all over the place. I thought Dr. Drew was doing a pretty good blue steel right there. That's why I called him <laughs> Dr. Drew Lander. I don't know if you guys saw my text back. I was like, damn, like he looked like, he looked like he was trying to attract some ladies or something. Mm-hmm. Like he was kind of maybe a little bedroom eyes type thing going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, on the cover. Yeah. I mean, he's a good looking guy. You know, what is he going to do? Is he, is he going to try to deny himself of that? I, mean, I don't know how he could do it, but yeah, he's in, like, wow, man, he's in great shape too. Like he's pretty jacked. He's, he's in, he's, yeah, he's in awesome shape. I think, you know, like many people that, um, that get into professions that get super excited. I mean, that guy loves helping people out. You know, he's, that is, that is a, that is an amazing human being right there. You know, somebody who's helped so many people with uh, drug addictions and stuff like that over the years and, and many other issues that people have had. But, you know, I think somewhere along the lines, he maybe lost himself, especially when it came to nutrition. Mm. But when we were over his house, he had like a, um, he had some food out and, you know, a lot of times when there's like, kind of like quote unquote catering it's like bagels you know bagels cream cheese there's some sort of snacky pretzel type stuff but there was none of that at dr drew's they had some like almonds out he had some uh, i think hard-boiled eggs chopped up and some meat some meat sliced up and we were like where are we this is amazing this is so cool yeah, yeah. and see i wish you could have been there man the the house had no ending like um i don't know if you've ever it was the size of a mall it was the size of like a gallery of mall you're, like, you're kidding no you like serious? you could step it was fucking huge it was crazy you just you couldn't see the end of it like you would step out where his like a, a normal door like front door would be but you look to the left and it's like yeah there was like a like a garage or like a drive drive up thingy whatever you want to call it and then on the right side you just see like house and more house and you look like as far as you can see and there's just more house and it's just like okay that's still definitely his property like what the and then you walk inside and you can go like upstairs downstairs and then you go another way and you go down more stairs or you can go up and like it was nuts because i mean i mean he's he's making that like that great like love line money when there was a shit ton of money in showbiz not saying that there's not now but like 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 
hardcore celebrity status in LA and he probably bought that house a long time ago too. So yeah, yeah, it was sick, dude. It was nuts. And then he had like multiple studios in his house for podcasting. Mm, It reminds me of Tom Billy's studio. Yes. It was like, I guess more of those. (laughs) It was, it was crazy, man. It was like that, but it was just like a bigger, a bigger home. I think, uh, you know, value wise, Tom Billy's house probably has the same value or more just because of like where it is. Mm -hmm. Dr. Drew was a little bit out there. It wasn't like he was in the middle of nowhere either, but he was still in, he was still in an absolutely beautiful neighborhood. But, uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Billy's place was pretty, uh, pretty wild gunner peterson had a had a, just a great a crazy Damn, gunner right. peterson had just like this like beautiful mansion and then you know, he took us like into his backyard and he had like a pool and a bunch of other stuff back there and he was like oh yeah and there's the um the guest the guest house and the guest house was beautiful you're like Jeez. anyone would be like Stumped you know there. oh my god like it was it was like you know nicer than you know 90 percent of the homes that you'll ever see it was just like uh, he's like, oh yeah, the guest house over there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you guys had all these adventures without me. You guys should be ashamed you know. of yourselves. I, you know, what we'll have to we'll have to try to figure out how to do this uh, one time. Is um, Gunner at his house? His house is so beautiful that, and he he's friends with the uh, the owners of uh, Rolls Royce, of course, right? Huh. Rolls Rolls Royce takes their cars and they they uh, they get them lifted a helicopter and they get dropped in his backyard and he has a rolls royce like party where they roll out new new vehicles and stuff (laughs) wow (laughs) could you imagine like 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 picking up a car like that on a you know with a helicopter like uh just i mean the cars are just insanely expensive (laughs) but Uh like hey don't you know don't scratch it or drop it or whatever you know dude so we're at gunner's house uh mark so mark bell gunner peterson ben bruno and then a fucking sultan walks in it's like a sultan a sultan a sultan Sultan. he he had brought over uh damn it what's that crate it's a really expensive no no yeah nobu nobu he brought sliders from nobu just because it's like, what the fuck? And then he happened to be like the prince or something. He's like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so. He's like, he's the prince. And we're like, well, why the fuck did he drop it off? We were so confused. He's like, well, he just, he probably frustrated with the rest of his team. So he wanted to just drop it off himself. We're like, are you, what? Like, <laughs> like you're lying, right? You got to be lying. You have to be lying. I, I, I think, yes. I think that after uh, we hung out with Ron Penna and I was telling you, I'm like, hey, do you like, that's just an LA thing. Like I know like what just happened was fucking nuts, but it's just an LA thing. And it's because like some stuff like that has happened where I'm like, like, this doesn't make any sense. Like what, what the, like, this is, this is dumb. And then I remember, uh, Charlie was with us and he, he and his brother were just, they just happened to be in LA also like on vacation. Mm -hmm. So they, they linked up with us and they were playing basketball in Gunner's backyard because of course he would have like, it was only half a court, but it was still a full size half court in his backyard. (laughs) Just like, this is ridiculous. So much fun. It's so yeah, cool when people awesome. like the things that people can do with just copious amounts of wealth. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's just it, the world just ends up being a little bit of a playground. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's really dope. I, I think that's cool. We do have to, uh, you know, check out Gunner's gym as well. Like I've never seen a gym packed with more equipment. Like I'm sure that that guy is doing totally fine during the uh, quarantine. Cause he probably has a ton of equipment at his house too. But yeah, it was, 
his gym is just it's it's um it's kind of like the gym out here it's kind of like saying strength it's like just mm-hmm. there's just equipment everywhere but but even even more so i mean he has because his place is, is is a lot smaller it's not huge um and he's got just tons of equipment everywhere mm-hmm. pretty cool spot Real. stuff you've never seen before and yeah. a toilet bowl he has a toilet bowl in the squat rack <laughs> uh, yeah that was fun because he was like people always come to me and they're just like i, I can't squat and he's like oh yeah you squat every day check this out yeah, he's so. like He's like, you That's know how to dope. take shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Real quick. Uh, our boy Matthew says, what's up on Facebook? And then we have a bunch of people on the uh, the YouTube live stream. Uh, John Murdoch, he says that uh, that we've been a huge help uh, with the, uh, the quarantine, you know, because we're no, kind of the only ones that have been going nonstop, so that's been fun. Uh, Ryan says, Hello, "What's John. up?" Uh, our home girl uh, Ellie, that one that we met in the uh, the airport, she checked in, so shout out to nice. her. And then awesome uh, screen name Bo Nose. It, it's not the actual you know Bo Nose, but it's, oh, it might be. It, I don't think might be Bo's watching. All right, you know what? We'll just up, t- we'll take credit for it. Bo Jackson is watching on on YouTube. Bo Jackson's live. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, thank hey. thank you everyone for checking in it's really cool to uh to be live again hopefully we'll, we'll do this more often but uh just it just feels right so thank you yeah. you know something that i realized during this whole like quarantine or in this whole pandemic thing that I, don't, I think a lot of people have noticed it too like a lot of people don't trust mainstream media as it is like cnn fox and this new oann or whatever but now like I mean, my mom in that place, she has this stuff playing nonstop. So does a lot of other people I know. Like that were, and, and whenever you see the news, it's like you were mentioning, Mark, the music. Oh, this many people have died. And, and yeah. this is like these how hospital, like it's really, it really just, even when I see a little clip of it, I'm just like, this stresses me out. Holy shit. And it's just playing all day long. Your and heart it just, flutters a little bit. You're like, whoa. Dude, it's just like, I, I, I can't imagine watching that for hours on end. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's brutal. And then like, um, I, I don't know about you guys, but this happens a lot to me, like just from hearing so much of it. I mean, I've just have eventually just, uh, started to shut a lot of it down, you know, but there's so much kind of incoming that, you know, at one moment you're like, ah, everything's chill. Like it's really not impacting that many people. And then you're like, because they'll, they'll say, oh, it's impacting people that are old. It's impacting people um, that haven't made healthy choices. You know, it's impacting people that are, that are, you know, heavier and stuff like that. It's like, well, I don't, I don't fucking hate anybody. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't wish anybody to die. Like, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather everybody, you know, uh, that stays here. And just because of, uh, you know, maybe some bad choices throughout your life. Like it's still, it still sucks. You know, it's still a shitty situation and kind of go back and forth in your head, trying to piece it together. And you're like, well, who do I know that's going to die from it? And I don't, I I don't think that those are really, uh, those questions make sense, but I think that um, that is probably still a very selfish way to think about it. And you're trying to think about like, just how do we, how do, how do we stay the safest at the moment in the most responsible way and still like live our lives? That's, that's what I'm trying to figure out for myself is, mm-hmm. you know, how do I, can I still go outside? Can I still train? Can I still, and I think the answer is yes. And I, I think that, you know, it's just, it's hard, it's hard to get through it all with all the different news that hits. I know like sometimes I, like I'm saying, I'm, I'm pretty like laxed about it. And every once in a while I'll hear something where it'll make me a little nervous where I'm like, well, I didn't think about like, they talk about it being seasonal, 
and how it's going to come back and stuff like that. And it's like, man, once you start hearing shit like that, you're like, is this our new normal? Like if this is our new normal, then that is kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing that I'm most concerned with is we'll, we'll now have the seasonal coronavirus, you know, or whatever it might be, you know, next year is going to, what, you know, again, whatever they want to call it, but I just, that's the only thing that freaks me out. Cause then I, I know like the, the seasonal Corona vaccine vaccinations will start happening. And like I've stated in the past, that's the only thing I'm really truly worried about is forced vaccinations. That'll scare the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. If it, if it, yeah, mu- and then, if it mutated, yeah. then yeah, I would be afraid of getting sick because then I don't want to do this shit again where I'm you know quarantined and I can't see my family or my parents. But uh, like the one thing that really is like, hmm, like, man, that's going to be scary is forced vaccinations. And then, uh, you know, with having children, um, you know, Jake is 16, Quinn is 12. You, you kind of like you want your kids to have a you want your kids to have better opportunities than you had. You know, but I, I had every opportunity to do pretty much anything I ever wanted. My parents were absolutely amazing. Um, but you try to provide you know, the best life that you possibly can for your kids. You try to protect your kids, but this is in, you know, in my opinion, this is a tough situation to be in because it's, it's so different than the way that I lived, the way that I grew up that it's, uh, it's foreign to me. So in a way I'm like, wow, like I, I wonder, I, I wonder what their, what their lives will be like, especially if things were to continue on this way, you know, like I just remember being 16, I didn't necessarily love high school. Um, but there was a lot of fun shit that happened at that age. You know, you get yeah. your driver's license, trying to drive to parties. I don't know about like where you guys lived and grew up, but like the whole thing. And now there's social media. So I probably take some of it away, but like the whole thing when I was a kid was like Friday, Saturday night, you just drive around for hours on end looking for a party and you never really found anything. <laughs> and uh, you know, you, you, every once in a while you'd find something, but it was like, it was still so fun and exciting you were just, you know, looking for these like parties. And e- even if you never found it, it was still better than like sitting at home, you know, just uh, playing video games or whatever. And I think, you know, again, like today's today's environment is just different. And if that was to continue, then again, like I, I'm not going to say that I think it's sad because I don't know how my kids even would feel about it or how they feel about it. But it's hard for me to understand just because it's so different than what I what I grew up with. Yeah. Well, I was in high school. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't even know what kids are doing nowadays, but like when I was in high school, I went to school, went home, did my homework, went to soccer practice. That was life for four years. Nerd alert. Yeah. That's real. I was kept occupied, bro. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, like I think Andrew can speak on that more, but like, uh, I feel like, especially right now, if there's anything that I've, I've learned through this whole virus, it's okay. I'm, I'm going to stay clean. I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to make sure my nails are cut. I'm going to watch, like, I'm not going to be shaking people. I'm, look, I'm really after this. I really don't think I'm going to shake hands anymore. I'm still going to do jujitsu, which is like the dirtiest sport ever, but I'm just going to make sure that I'm clean afterwards. And I'm going to stay on top of, I think if anything, I'm just going to stay on top of everything more. I'm going to make sure to always get sleep for my immune system, especially. And just, I, I, I can't get caught slipping or else Potentially, if I'm a little bit weaker at some point, if I had five nights of bad sleep for three hours, I could get sick too, you know? 
Yeah. And we, you know, we've been big fans of the fist bump for a long time, but like even, a, even a fist bump, I guess is a little bit risky, but it's probably a lot better than a handshake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think y'all yeah, probably just default to a, a fist bump for everything that makes sense. I know the, we've been doing the elbow. the elbow thing too. Yeah. That works uh, for me in high school. It, it was a different time. Like a, a handful of people had the internet, like, and they usually didn't have a fast enough connection because you know, it was shit back then. So bing, yeah. Bing. yeah. So even even if we were gonna nerd out and play video games, we weren't doing it online. We still got together and still played like in one room, right? Sharing controllers and you know who knows how many different germs were spread that way. Mm-hmm. And then as we got older, like, yeah, it was always like a house party. Like that was the ultimate goal was like, dude, so-and-so is throwing a party. Their parents are gone. Like, oh, like, let's go fuck their house up and, you know, go hang out. And of course, always try to talk to chicks. And then the opportunity comes up and, you know, totally cowered away. It was like, oh, dude, that was so uh-huh. close. <laughs> yeah. So many things for me were centered around the gym too. You know, like that was always such a huge part of my day because I've been lifting since I was so young that... You know, I remember like as soon as school was over, like me and my buddies would go and and we would we would lift. And that was that was a massive thing. But, um, you know, even the gym situation could be I mean, if anything's going to be different, it's going to be stuff like that. You know, the gym, the gym itself could be uh, quite a bit different. I, I don't know, like if they'll if I don't know what they'll do, if they'll try to, you know, have people go at like half capacity or 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 really what they'll try to uh, install but it seems like those are those are kind of breeding grounds for passing around bacteria and stuff so uh-huh. they, they might they might uh, do something with that you know might that that might look different you know what i was thinking man and this is something that kind of kind of scared me a little bit um well i don't want to say scared me but it's something that i thought about you know when all of this kind of dies down things kind of get back to normal i would feel like this is something where the government might make it mandatory that if you're going to be like going to a gym or if you're going to be going to something that has a, you know, a lot of person to person contact that you would have had to have a vaccine or you would have had, like, I think it's either a vaccine or have like, you, you have to have some type of showing that you have the antibodies. Like right? a bracelet or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's kind of, I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. I really don't. I don't want to sound like, but I feel like it's a legitimate thing that could be done to stop, you know, I don't know. No, it's a crazy thing. I mean, uh, you know, you, yeah, if you had like a, a bracelet or something, then, you know, people are going to fake it, you know, just mm-hmm. to, you know, and then like, I don't know, like how much does it slow everything down and it causes so many other problems. And then, uh, how do you make these bracelets? How much do they cost? If they're going to be like real, like if it's going to be something that's real and it's a real verification of the fact that you're like healthy or whatever, and you can't get other people sick. Well, then it would need to be electronic, you know, and you'll need to scan it. And it's like, how much does that cost? I, I think those things, they end up costing so much money, you know, and I think in like Korea and stuff like that, maybe they South Korea, I think they have adopted some of those, some of those things from what I hear, I, I don't know what's true, but um, I think they have adopted some of those things, but you know, a lot of these countries, they're, they're a lot different than the United States and the United States. If, if there's, if there's, if there's going to be vaccines that are mandatory, there will probably be a war. 
And that's that's what I would think. I mean, there's there's a lot of people with weapons who are who are ready for this shit. You know, who are ready. They're ready to fight for our freedom. And and I think people people would have to like choose a side. And that in itself is like no one. I don't. You know, nobody wants to have such conflict that it ends in more deaths. Mm. You know, it just gets to be. I don't know how you uh, police any of this stuff, but I think you know. I think truthfully, I think everything's just going to die down. And I think in a couple of uh, months i think everything will be normal ish yeah i think that this will be like a a little bit of a distant memory and i think it might even be you know something that is joked about quite a bit but i think that the people that lived through it the people that have been in it i don't think they'll choose to really joke around too much about it yeah i think it will uh give everyone permission to inst or put a lot of policies in place so like uh, let me see who just said it dang it i just saw it Oh, one second, one second. Blah, blah, blah. Dun, 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 oh, my God. I'm not going to. Somebody said, like, yeah, to force everyone to wipe down all the equipment at the gym. Yeah. Like, that will now be like a. Like, you can't not do that. Like, you don't right. do that, you're getting yeah. kicked out. That's so, like, you should do anyway. Exactly. Yeah. But people still don't. And, you know, that will now be a part of your contract when you sign up for a gym. You know, like, it's. You're in, you're in a tough situation anytime you have to make anybody do anything. You know, like, we're, we're dealing with our kids with their schoolwork and stuff like they they they're doing stuff online and uh you know it was like day one the other day of and and they like quinn kind of woke up kind of late for it she got online kind of late for it and then we we talked about it and i said look i don't i don't i just do not i i'm not policing this <laughs> you know i i'm not and we're not we're not doing that like your school starts at nine o'clock and wake up at eight thirty get your shit together, like, you know, conduct yourself in a, in a way that I don't have to intervene. Like, I don't, I don't want to be part of it. I, I'd rather you just do it on your own. Right. And so I think that whenever you have to like bring the hammer down on people or tell people that they're kicked out, that gets to be, that gets to be really tough. And there's going to be the guy who like, ha- you know, who just like does it halfway. Right. Like there's going to be, and then do you, how do you determine like, ah, well he sort of did it, but he, you know, he only sprayed the one part of the bench, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just like those kinds of things that get you in really ugly situations. You're seeing that now with people getting like kicked off of trains and stuff and, or subways rather. And I, you know, I saw one guy, actually I saw it multiple times now where the cop himself didn't have a mask and he's like yelling at everybody that they need to have a mask on. And he's they're They're like ripping people off of these uh, subways and stuff like that. And this in the U S yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you, you just don't like, you don't want, you don't want to see stuff like that. Uh, you know, you don't want to see stuff like that going down. It's just, it's just a, t- it's a bad road to go down, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I don't know how you police it when you, when you try to tell people, Hey, this is the only way you can get around. And this is the only way to get on subways is, is with a mask. And then they don't have one on. Um, what, what you're hoping happens is that people are educated enough to where they make the correct decision on their own. But how do you educate everyone? You know, how, how do you get the message out and say, we believe, especially when they said masks aren't a thing, <clears throat> you know, in the beginning they said, like, don't worry about it. And there's still a lot of controversy over masks. Yeah. 
people still don't know. I, I think that it, it's 50-50. People are 50-50 on the mask thing. I, I would imagine that it protects you more. Um, but some people are even saying that they think it makes it worse. So I, I don't, you know, I don't really know. But once you get into those situations where you need to coerce people into, um, you have to do this this way or you're, or you're fucking toast, you know, <laughs> or you're getting kicked out or whatever, right? That gets, can, can get to be, uh, really ugly. And then if you're a gym owner, you're not going to want to kick people out of your gym because they pay your rent. They, they, yeah. they pay to be there. Like you, you work for them. You know, it's not the other way around. So, yeah. On that mask deal, though, um, I think Daniel Arrego, he sent us a lot of stuff about masks, but I like it really, like, especially when you go out, I think masks protect mean both you and somebody else. Because, first off, if you have it and you're wearing a mask, you're wearing a mask, you're not <coughs> getting your droplets everywhere in the store, right? But then also, like, it like I noticed when I wear my mask, it stops me from touching my face. When my nose itches, I don't, I don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? And that that's one of those big things. But I think it, it I think it was also from Daniel. It comes to when people are taking their masks off, mm-hmm. and what like if you're taking your mask off from the front, where potentially all the bad stuff is, and then you're taking it off and you're touching your face and going doing whatever. Then like I think people just need to learn how to use them correctly. Being clean is is uh, complicated, you know, like I, I was just like washing some dishes the other day. And just because this is more in my thought process now, I'm like scrubbing something out. And then I, I put it somewhere else to rest it. I have like kind of two sink thing going on. So I put it in the smaller sink, but I was like, <laughs> I sometimes throw food down the smaller sink because it's got a garbage disposal. And I'm like, I don't know if that's clean. I mean, normally, normally I wouldn't fucking care. I would just not not think about it and I, I i still don't care really but i was just thinking about it i was like hmm i was like that's interesting because like uh, you know i'm thinking oh i'm just gonna set it over here because i was washing something else and i'm trying to like let it dry but i'm like i don't even know if that spot is really clean you know and you then you start to kind of think about it more and every time you touch your face and every time you come in contact with another person uh an animal um food you know to really be meticulous with it is really, really hard. And then to even know what the right thing to do is, is, is tough. I mean, you could just wash your hands often and that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also want to make sure the other things that you touch are, are clean. Like for example, the dumbest thing ever. I mean, this is just ridiculous that this is this way. And these are things that need to change. I mean, they need to get rid of handles. You know, they need to get rid of handles, knobs, things like that. They need to just, they need to just outlaw shit like that. Yeah. You want to put policies in place. That's the kind of shit that you do. And figure out ways of locking the fucking bathroom without putting your fingers all over it. I mean, you should be able to, it should just maybe, I don't know, lock automatically or some, something. They could, somebody smarter than me can think of something where it, where it locks very easily without putting your fingers all over it. But those are the kind of things. I think that need to change because when you leave a bathroom, a lot of times you do your stuff and then you grab a handle and it's like, that handle's got to be fucking disgusting. People are shitting in here all day long. I mean, there's, there's, there's definitely a lot of fecal matter on it. If you were to run a test on it, 
there's i mean there's fecal matter on dumbbells and there's 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 poop like every fecal matter is everywhere pretty much but <laughs> if you're to look in at a gym there's like urine there's poop there's i mean i don't even know what you would find but you would find everything all over everything even when you wipe it down there's still going to be some of it there but why have a handle in the bathroom why and also why have the garbage inside the bathroom itself the garbage should be outside so if you did wash your hands you could use what you wiped your dried your hands off with to open the door to grab the handle and then to throw the garbage out i heard somebody one time they're so like they were so meticulous about it and like militant about it that they would take whatever they dried their hands off with and just throw it on the ground because they're like hey maybe they'll get the hint to put the fucking garbage outside oh. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was like, that's a little harsh, but yeah, there, there's going to have to be some changes. We were talking yesterday about the handrail, like going down the stairs, like maybe you get, get rid of stuff like that. So that way, maybe the uh, safety of having someone take a tumble <laughs> um, oh, God. is, uh, you know, you, the risk to benefit. I don't know, but something probably needs to be done. So we stop getting our grossness everywhere. Yeah. Maybe they just get rid of stairs altogether. And either have touchless elevators or just use ramps everywhere, just so that way people yep. don't fall. <laughs> yeah, dude, real talk. Yeah, ramp it up in, in bathrooms. Like legit, I go as far as like because first off, I wish they had toilet like covers in bathrooms because you know when you flush the toilet and it's open, mm. that forceful swirl sprays it everywhere, and it's like a nice mist of fecal matter going everywhere, right? Mm. So I legit like I'm usually by the door. I take my left foot and I'm ready to run. So I take my left foot, hit the handle and I get out of the, I get out of there real quick. Cause it's just like, you know, in those public restrooms, it, it, poop is literally everywhere. Poop is everywhere. They need toilet seat covers. They need a way to stop. Like, so you can just like open the door easily. I never use, I always take a paper towel and take it to the door and open it. Cause my mom taught me that when I was a kid, don't ever touch the doors and don't ever put your butt on the seats. I, I have oh on the on the toilet seat on the toilet yeah seat. just for the record i have watched you poop before yeah yeah that was interesting <laughs> Wait, <laughs> your butt- where did you watch me poop? oh come on uh i think i was just washing my hands at the gym oh yeah and i opened the stall and i, I, I could hello. sense you looking at me and you're like what's up andrew <laughs> and i'm like what's up you're like you're not gonna turn around I'm like nope Come on. And I look over and sure enough, Inseam was pooping with the door open. So I questioned some of his sanitary methods. <laughs> Not touching the seat is kind of an interesting thing. Like, cause uh, you know, like uh, you're, you know, have, having like your, ha- your hamstrings and like your butt cheeks on, on this thing, you know, it's like, it, it's hard, it's hard to, it's hard to, to say like what gets you like, dirty and gross but yeah i'd imagine the less contact that you have with stuff the better right yeah oh and they definitely need to outlaw like the uh the hand drying like uh the the wind whatever activated ones like the the air blower thingy things because yeah. those What's things the problem with those? all they do is suck in all that fecal matter and blow it right into your hands that are <laughs> that were supposedly clean so now oh. now they're probably dirtier than when you walked in blowing all that Blowing all that poop air. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Poo spores everywhere. <laughs> Never use a park bathroom, by the way. Uh, I went and I did that kettlebell thing at a park with Ryan and, a, and a Josh the other day. Those and are bad. 
in the middle, in the middle of it, I was like, Oh, Oh, this isn't a fart. I got to poop. So I ran to the bathroom and there was, there was a guy in the men's restroom, which only had one stall. And I heard him tearing it up. So I was like, no, I'm going to go to the women's, but even in the women's you walk in and there's like poop everywhere. And the, the, you know, they have those metal toilets. So legit, I didn't even touch anything. I just like went on my tiptoes, did a little bit of a squat down and Andrew, you got to tell us about your 10 minute squat, put my pants down and I just sprayed super hard <laughs> a piece of toilet paper flushed and ran. And I just, I just zoomed out of there. Park bathrooms are the worst. They're the yeah. Worst. Why? I, so I don't, I'm confused by a park bathroom because I went into one recently too. And there was shit on the ground. And I'm like, there's a toilet. Like, I'm like, there's a toilet here and there's shit on the ground on the other side. I'm like, it, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's more convenient to shit on the ground. I'm not sure. It's so bad. <laughs> Do, do you guys remember the old school porta potties that was like basically like a wood bench and then it just happened to have like a hole in the middle with the seat and your actually, shit no. just drops down from like 10 feet and splatters <laughs> oh actually those yeah. are i remember <laughs> oh oh god those yeah, are terrifying <laughs> i've never been in a really new porta potty because i haven't had to use one but i remember like when i was a teenager and we'd have those at parks where like there were soccer tournaments they're the worst like, how, how do you just not get a disease in there? Exactly. Everybody's poop and there's flies. There's always flies. flies. It's just like, God damn. I'll never forget uh, Alan Thrall taking too long in the uh, porta potty and getting thrown out of there with his pants down around his ankles when he was oh, in the military. Whoa. Oh, God. A sergeant oh. came in there and told him he's taking too long and grabbed him and chucked him on the ground. He's like, I had shit all over me. And he's like, I had shit all over me the whole day. You think it was That's fucking sad. just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, How's your 10 minute squat, Andrew? It was good. Uh, I mean, I, I had showed Mark. I'm like, yeah, I can get down to the bottom of a squat pretty easily. And he's like, oh shit. Like I, it was just like, you know, I didn't warm up for it or anything. I just got down there. So I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. And so I, I did it with the, uh, the red light on my back. And what I noticed right away was my, my cankles got really tired of like stabilizing myself. Mm back was cool knees were totally fine i could hold it just fine uh but i didn't know what to do with my arms so like i i i crossed them up you know head head down i put them on my my knees but they started falling asleep like that but now it was a little bit of a challenge man it's not easy yeah so the, the most uncomfortable part of it all was just had nothing to do with the parts that i thought were gonna be bad but no i had i put 10 minutes on the light listening to a podcast and before i knew it the lights had turned off and i'm like oh tight like all right let's let's keep moving but it was, it was cool yeah. yeah my back feels really good and feels like a, a pretty good stretch because like i would get down there and i'd get even further i'm like can i get my butt cheeks on the ground and yeah i don't have that much back there so i couldn't couldn't touch but uh it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad at all i think i can go for quite a while, as long as I have something to do. <laughs> Don't Cholos already have the ability to do that? I think so. Have an innate squat ability? But, yeah. If your car has Dayton's, you can do that pose pretty Is easily. For album covers or what's... Yeah, yeah. The the game stole that idea from us, but uh, al- album covers, um, prom pictures, and wedding photos. Oh, and Quinceanera oh, pictures too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do one for my birthday today. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be pretty good. You should get into a 20-minute squat for your birthday or a 35-minute squat. What Ooh. are you going to do? Ooh, like, what's your, what's your birthday challenge? Because you know how Mike O'Hearn has the, what does he do, 50, 
Squat, something like that. Yeah, two twenty five. Two twenty five. Yeah, uh, I don't have nothing planned like that. I didn't even think about it. Um, I just like yeah, I, I just wanted to set my because everyone's like, oh, have a you know, have a great day, have the best day, and I appreciate all that. But I'm like, you know, that's it's kind of bullshit if I just like wait for the day to be awesome. So yeah. yesterday, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna wake up early. You know, alarm clock went off at four thirty, so I started training because I'm like, I want to have a great day. So great day all around is uh, training. Uh, a little bit of recovery with the red light, podcasting, um, awesome dinner. So that's definitely going to happen with my Piedmontese tomahawk. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably just chill with the family, maybe play some Switch <laughs> just mm, to have an awesome okay. day because I've been balls deep in that game Warface. If anybody's down to play, hit yeah, me up. Yeah, you told me about it. Yeah, dude, it's gotten so much funner, funner, more funnerist. But um, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll try a 35-minute uh, squat. I, I think you can do it. I'd probably jump on the live stream and do that. Yeah. All right. I got a little bit of a workout in this morning. I threw on the old weight vest. I'm loving that thing. And I uh, hit up the stairs over here. Workout only took about, well, it took about 12 minutes or so, I guess. Maybe about 20 minutes total just to walk down there and everything. But just uh, running those stairs. And it's been like that. It feels really good. I, I'm probably going to add something into it because it's, it's bad, but it's not like, it's not like, it's not horrible enough. So mm-hmm. I think if I was just to add push-ups into it, I think it would just completely kill me because, you know, your lower body's getting a lot of work from hitting the stairs and then you're going down the stairs. So you get a nice little break from that, but it's still kind of an active recovery. But if I was just to hit like even like 10 push-ups at the bottom of the stairs, I, I, I'm going to try it tomorrow. I think it's going to like just totally blow my face off. <laughs> yeah. You know what I've been, dude, you know what I think uh, you guys would love? Like I've been, I did an EMOM yesterday with my buddy. Um, and I think I'm just going to like today, cause I'm going to do a run later today with my lady since the last one, but I'm going to do like, I think I want to do some multiple EMOMs during the day. So like maybe a seven minute EMOM and then another seven minute EMOM a few hours later. Cause like if you do like, you know, we did, um, like 10 kettlebell swings and then five cleans on each hand every minute on the minute. Right. So it took us about 35 seconds. We did it for 10 minutes. Great workout. But I was like, shoot. If I, if I wait two hours, I can just do this again real quick and come get back to work. And it's so fun, you know, yeah, it, feels, so. it feels really good, you know, and I think we're in a, we're in a time where the weather is super nice too. So that makes a huge difference. It's like, yeah. it's, it's fairly cool out. So you don't have to really worry about like getting real disgustingly sweaty or anything like that. But plus we don't really have. You know, uh, we don't have as many people that we need to like look presentable to or, or smell presentable to. So if you get a little, if you get a little sweat built up, you're not, you're not as, uh, concerned about it. I've noticed kind of the same thing. Like I was doing the hundred squats and the hundred pushups and I would just knock them all out at one time. But now I'm like, well, I'll just kind of do them throughout the day. And I do like 50 here, 50 there. And then by the time the day's ended, I've done 200, 300, but it, it, I've noticed like it, it feels really, really good. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's like before or after you eat or whatever, but like, I think doing some stuff, uh, before you eat, I think is just a little easier. You don't have a stomach, you know, full mm-hmm. of, full of food. And so I've been doing it typically, you know, before, before I get to, uh, before I eat and it's been, I've been feeling awesome doing that. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely uh, showering much less <laughs> because I haven't showered or brushed my teeth. By the way, sick. See, there you go. In months, making 
You're going to come out of quarantine looking like uh, somebody off of Tiger King. <laughs> I'm good. But yeah, so now I, I don't have to, well, not have to, I, I just, I wake up and I'm like, mm, now nah, I'll shower after this workout. Whereas before it'd be like, I can't show up at the gym, like all funky, you know, so right. like lifting off for somebody and like, holy shit, like, <laughs> let me get somebody else. So yeah, that's been, that's been pretty cool because you're right. I'm not going to really run into anybody unannounced and have to worry about how i present myself so i've just been hitting the hitting the the gym room hey, let's, shower. let's just make a pact as a team here and hopefully everybody else can join in on us and join in with us uh let's just work out twice a day till the end of the month yeah actually i like that let's do it i'm in well, bam. i'm gonna make sure there we, we post go it. that'll force me to record it so yeah i'll post it up two yeah. day workouts Working yeah two day workouts we got to call yeah, it something so. though guys like we got to give it a name mm-hmm. not just a two a day because we got to hashtag it right? right so other people can hashtag it too and join us all so, right if you guys are on the live, live stream hit us up with ideas mm. Mm. i'm not mm, two a we're days. too dumb we are power project dumb. two nah, power project two a days is too long we'll, we'll figure it out two day <laughs> that's what we came up with today today <laughs> today today two a days twice a day so what uh i mean okay so i, I did shoulders this morning oh. would a 35 minute 10 minute squat later suffice as my second workout i don't think so we gotta get the heart rate up got yeah. it okay heart rate that's a good good uh, barometer <laughs> Yeah, heart rate's got to go, like, above 120. Otherwise, we ain't working out. Mm. Like, a, like, a walk is good, but a walk, you know, just walking doesn't count either because it doesn't get the heart rate up enough. But if you lift, your heart rate will your heart rate will go up quite a bit. And if you run, your heart rate will go up a lot. Yeah. yeah. So anything above, like, 120, I think, is uh, reasonable. You could count jumping rope. You could skip mm. rope on and off for 10 minutes. I would count that. Mm. You know, something like that. But, um yeah some sort of resistance i'm i'm really enjoying a lot of this stuff i'm i'm really like wondering i I mean i did a little bit of weights yesterday but i'm kind of just curious like how long i could do this for without noticing any sort of difference in in you know muscle muscle mass and stuff i i I would imagine that the weight vests like walking with the weight vest and and running with the weight vest i think you know that's got to that that's just a, a lot of resistance i'm feeling a lot of it in my traps Mm-hmm. And then if I get breathing hard, if I get breathing kind of heavy with that thing on, holy shit, man, that's that's like a upper body workout in and of itself because your respiratory system is trying to move and it can't because you got this <laughs> freaking uh, this vest on you. So that's been really good. I was actually thinking about I have this. There's like this little loop right here, and I was thinking about just walking with a med ball. It doesn't sound that torturous, but I was going to just walk. It's probably it's probably about half a mile, maybe, maybe a little bit, maybe three, it's probably like three quarters of a mile. I was just going to walk with a med ball and, but I haven't done it yet. Cause I've been kind of scared of it. I'm like, I'm, that's going to fuck me up. I'm like, that's going to kill. <laughs> I'm like halfway through, I'm going to be like in tears, you know, mm-hmm. but I got to give it a try, especially after all that stuff that Ross shared with us yesterday. What an intense bastard. 
Dude, no, I think that's exactly, I think you're, you're on the money there because I've heard Ross talk about it on a few interviews too, where he's like, when he uses resistance for like swimming or he's used resistance for running, his form changes a bit to be able to handle the resistance, right? So you kind of have to run in a slightly different way. You have to swim in a slightly different way. But I think he said that he thinks that's one of the keys that he that's one of his keys to being able to maintain so much muscle because he's not just doing this massive cardio output. He's having to do it with resistance, which has him use all of that muscle that typically wouldn't, you wouldn't have to use if you were just going on a typical freestyle swim. So I think you're on the money with that. And that's a super smart idea to add to your cardio. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of sprinters. I, I know sprinters, you know, they typically do lift and stuff, but I'm sure there's many of them that don't really care about lifting. Mm-hmm. And they look, they look great. They got tons of muscle mass, right? It's because the amount of resistance as Ross was pointing out, you know, if you, if you jog, you're, you're putting on like four or five times the amount of stress, you know, on each, uh, on each foot, uh, running through each foot on your body. Um, that's, that's an incredible amount of, uh, that's an incredible amount of weight. That's an incredible amount of attention. And then I think if you sprint, I think it, I think it multiplies. I think it like doubles and even maybe even triples. So you start getting into uh, 10 to 15 times your body weight. If you weigh 200 pounds, uh, you're, you're talking about really moving a, a big ass weight, especially if you're sprinting or sprinting uphill or something like that. I mean, that's, that's got to do a lot for, I mean, I'm, I'm noticing my legs. They look like they're in better shape. They look like they're actually getting a little bit, a little bit bigger, which I'm not even really trying to do, but I think it's just the, the running my calves, my calves look like they're swollen all the time because they have been, you know, we were talking about the calves getting kind of sore. Yeah. Minor. They, they, they look like they had, they look like they have rhabdo. <laughs> <laughs> you already have just like you and your brother already have like the biggest calves ever. So big old, big old chunky calves. Yeah. The step mill grew my calves. Uh, like I didn't even expect that, but it absolutely happened. And it was funny because uh, Rosemary from ST, she was like, yeah, like I've noticed your calves got huge all of a sudden where she didn't say huge, but she just said like your body's changing and you can totally tell in your calves. And I'm like, Oh, thanks. Like, that's amazing. I'm engaged. Yeah. That's what's up. (laughs) (laughs) She's awesome. But yeah, I I thought that was pretty interesting too, because I wasn't focused on it at all and it just happened. You know, um, first off, uh, that might be a, a, a little bit of a trick for people to grow their calves. Cause you know, so many guys are like, my calves won't grow and I do all the mm-hmm. lifting in the world. Maybe just get on the step mill. Who knows? But, um, my, my friend told me something yesterday. I was like, dude, that's a really good goal. And I think that I want to try and do the same thing. Um, he, he does like a bit of boxing training right now. But after our kettlebell workout, he was like, you know, I want to be able to just do these minimum things. Like I want to be able to just be able to run a mile because I should be able to run a mile without stopping. I want to be able to do 50 push-ups because I should be able to do that without stopping. Um, I want to be able to do this type of kettlebell, like just like these minimums on all mm-hmm. of these different things. Cause like it almost like Ross, well, not like Ross, but it's the idea of, you know, not being too one dimensional. I feel like if a powerlifter was able to run a mile without stopping, do X amount of pull-ups, you know, like, I feel like you don't have to lose a lot of muscle to only be able to run a mile without stopping. Right. It, it won't affect you that much. If only, if anything, it'll help. I think you mentioned this the other day, Mark, it'll help you in terms of your, your output and your recovery. Mm-hmm. Right. But you won't be losing that much muscle if you're able to run a mile, but think about just how useful it is to be able to just run a mile. If you can't run without getting winded after a few paces, that might be an issue. So 
training density is huge. You know, training density is massive. Anyone that I've ever lifted with um, that has acquired a good amount of muscle mass, they, they just have a tremendous amount of work capacity. And, and each guy does it a little differently, but most, most of them do it in a, an efficient, fairly quick fashion. You know, then there's the Mike O'Hearn, like I'm bringing my, I'm bringing my lunchbox here. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what Ross was talking about, right. Bringing all that food with him. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's O'Hearn style. O'Hearn's like, I, I, this is regardless of time. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to the clock. I got here at four and it doesn't matter if we leave at seven because this is what I do and this is what I love. And so there's kind of that approach, but then there's also guys like Stan Efforting, um, Flex Wheeler, Charles Glass, um, Jay Cutler. You work out with those guys, a Branch Warren. You work out with those guys, and they just are—they're—they're they're just they're burying you. You know, you're like, oh shit, like, wow, we're work like we're fucking working out. Like this is <laughs> this is some serious shit. And you get into the second. I think you maybe experienced this with uh, Jay. Uh, big J extreme fitness and you're training with him, you know, you get into like the third set of something and you're like, Whoa, like we're in it. Like we're like, normally, normally that's like eight sets in nine sets in. Cause you kind of take your time and you do like a bullshit warm up set. And, but these guys, man, they go at it hard right out of the yeah. gate. And then they, once they, once they uh, get that feeling, then they stay on top of that and they are, they're really aggressive with it. And I think that, when you possess that ability, you're going to have a great capacity to be stronger or to be, um, you know, better in whatever way that you want, if you want to be in, but being in shape is, is massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I need to, uh, also want to be able to jump in a pool. So, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because there are no pools open, but you want to hit up some swimming. Yeah. When they open up, but like, there's no, there's no pools that are open right now. Yeah. So we're going to have to wait and see that. But, um, I wonder how a lot of those bodybuilder dudes are doing right now. This the ones that don't have like a gym, like bodybuilder, bodybuilders, mm. like you were talking about, like, what are they, what are they doing? Cause like there was the Olympia coming up. There were all these things coming up. And if you can't train or if you don't have access to that much equipment, what are you going to try and do right now? I think maybe what they could do, it's a great question and maybe we should have a, a bodybuilder on the show, but uh, I think what they could do is they can, like bodybuilding is great because you can incorporate some uh, eccentrics, you can incorporate some isometrics, um, you could do drop sets, you could do, so like if they just have access to something, you know, if they have access to some sort of resistance, then they could utilize a lot of these techniques. I mean, I, I just have 30, 20, and 10 in the garage, and I'm just like, I'm just going to do 100 curls. So I grab the 30s, and I just start moving them around. It starts to burn. I do a couple extra. It starts to burn really bad. I cheat, and then I grab, I put them down, maybe rest for just like 5 seconds, 10 seconds, grab the 20s, kind of same thing, and just burn them out and just keep going. And I grab the 10s. So like just they're probably just trying to utilize whatever methods they can to, to you know, kind of get that pump. And I mean, there's a lot you could – if you have a 30-pound dumbbell, there's a ton. It's not heavy, mm-hmm. but there's a ton that you can do. I mean, think about you can do like a concentration curl just on your own leg. You know, and you, you just hold it, you isolate it for a little bit. You do isometric contraction, you go down slow, you do sets of, you know, eight that way, go back and forth on each arm and do like 
10 sets or something. I mean, you, you're going to get a good, you're going to get a hell of a workout in yeah. know, stuff like that. Yeah. I killed my shoulders this morning. Uh, towards the end of my workout, I just grabbed 10 pound dumbbells and, you know, I seated front raises. So front, like one, one, both. And I mean, you do that like 15 times and it is, you're cooking it. It, it painfully burns. Yeah. It was bad. Oh, so you got one workout in today already. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I it got a really good workout. Did some seated, uh, seated presses, uh, almost like an Arnold press, but just keeping my knuckles forward the whole time. Mm. It was, mm-hmm. ugh, dude, it, it, it got me pretty good. And then also like, um, the heaviest dumbbell I have or dumbbells I have are 25s. And so I was doing some shrugs and I'm like, man, this is going to take me forever. No, nah, it didn't take me forever. It took me like about 10 reps to like really start to feel it. I'm like, okay, here we go. And yeah. then it started feeling really good. So yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Like I, I, I looked at the weights that I have here. Like we have like starting from five pounds, like it's like five, eight, ten, and then 15, 25. And I'm like, damn it. man, I, I wish I didn't pass up on that Costco deal for like, you know, it, it was like, I think 10 all the way up to 30 or 35 even. Yeah. Being like, oh, I should get that. And then being like, nah, we don't need it. Like I train at the gym. Like there's no need. And then now being like, ah, oh, fuck, I wish I got it. And then thinking that now is like, oh, I totally missed out. But no, like I'm, I'm like, I'm getting crushed at home right now. It, it's, it's uh, really amazing how, like how, how little we actually need. And then if I do, right. if I get some bands, like I might, I might come out of this thing pretty jacked. <laughs> hey, did you see what Settleage did in terms of um, with a banded hamstring curl? No, I, I didn't, he, but Settle. A, oh, okay. Anyway, it, it's really cool. If you go to his Instagram, he had the, like, he had this band going off of a bottom pole of like, of something, maybe a squat rack. Then he was sitting back on a bench and I think he had this guy do like a hundred reps, right? So you both your feet are in the band and you're doing like hamstring curls and you're pulling the band towards you with your feet. I was like, like a seated leg curl. Like a seated leg curl. I was like, dude, that is such a dope idea. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that is a really good exercise. And it's hard. Like mm-hmm. it's hard. It's, hamstrings are weird. Like they, they want to flex uh, like on their own. You know, they want to flex and work. Um, like if you run or if you do like a deadlift or something like that, they'll activate but to actually curl them and to curl them with resistance is kind of, it's a difficult thing. And if you have never done it before, it's uh it's pretty awesome. But that exercise, I forgot about that one. That one feels really, really good. I, sh- I have a spot. I think, I think a lot of people that have a garage um, and a lot of parking structures have stuff like this too. They just have a pole. They have a, just a concrete or, me- or metal pole that's just like stuck in the ground. And that thing's, you know, that, that thing's not moving anywhere. Mm-hmm. And and you could put a band around that and do, you know, almost anything. So that's what I have in my garage as well. And I'll, I'll probably uh, hit up some of those uh, hammy curls later today. That's a good idea. Mm, some hammy yeah. curls. Uh, real quick, Mark, uh, our homie Ray Rod asks how your body felt after that cheat day <laughs> or cheat meal, I should say. Or I don't, I did, was it a whole yeah. day or is it just a meal? Yeah, it kind of, it was kind of a day, I guess it was the second half of a day. Um, you know, I, I, my body is pretty like my just digestive system and stuff is pretty resilient. So, um, that was good. You know, I, I mean, it, I did poop a lot the next day, you know, uh, but you know, I, I just, I remember, you know, having like friends that would, that would say, man, I had sugar and I'm like, 
I'm tweaked out and stuff like my body has never been sensitive to stuff like that. Like, uh, I mean, I could feel coffee a little bit here and there. Um, but yeah, if I eat like pizza or if I eat like, you know, gluten or something, the only thing I'll feel, I'll just feel bigger. <laughs> you know, I woke up the next morning and I just felt jacked. I'm like, Holy fuck. I'm like, veins are popping out everywhere. And it's like, I, I do feel a little swollen, you know, like, I, I, but, uh, but yeah, other than that, I feel really good. There's a lot of people that have asked about that. They're like, well, what about, you know, what, what about when you ate, ate some carbs? I think they think, you know, your body's going to like explode or something. And, you know, keep in mind too, I talk about having a war on carbs and stuff like that, but keep in mind during, during this uh, diet, I did a lot of, I had a good amount of yogurt. I had a good, I had milk here and there. So like I had things that had some carbohydrates and it. it wasn't like um, I was completely without them the entire time. But yeah, it felt, I felt good. I felt strong, you know, but I did gain a lot of weight. Like I weighed, I think I weighed myself that night and I was like 251, you know, Ooh. so my, my body weight will go fucking crazy. My body would go, and I was two, 238 this morning. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. That's crazy, though. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel a lot of cravings for carbs the next day, and did you have to fight them, or were you just, like, back on the money? Yeah, so I, I kind of uh, – I have never really – I haven't talked about this before, but I – I need to, I have like a day that I call like a, a, a gray day. Cause it's like a gray area. So I, I have a day where I have the cheat meal and or cheat meals. And then the next day is like a bridge. I use it as a bridge. So the next day, if I feel like having uh, perfect keto bars or, or um, you know, perfect keto cookies, like things, things that I normally uh, I would normally eat here and there, Mm-hmm. But I can eat as much of it as I want. And I, I don't have an eating schedule. I'm not trying to fast. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do anything that's, that's tough or stressful in any way. Yeah. Uh, I want the diet to be super simple. So that on a day like that, that's a day where I might uh, cook up like an icon meal or something. It's still all stuff that's very healthy. It's still all protein based, bodybuilding based diet, but it's just, I'm not like diving back in a hundred percent. And that's always helped a lot because that next day, it seems like the whole day, I, I just can't stop thinking about, can't stop dreaming about eating like cookies and ice cream and shit like that. And so uh, that's been really useful for me is to have, I have like a cheat day. And then the next day after I have like a, a gloomy gray day where I, where it's, uh, it's all this stuff that would be like kind of I wouldn't really cons- I wouldn't really consider it moving you forward in a diet, but I also wouldn't say that it would ever move you backwards. That makes a lot of that's sense. That's the main thing. No, that helps a lot. I'm going to say like there was one night where like we were chilling and we were like, Oh, let's get some Oreos. Dude. First off, never again, maybe sometime again, but not again soon because that like, Oh God, I'm the t- like I told you, I'm the type of person who, ooh, it's not going to be there the next day. And this was like the big old pack. This was like a, a little, you know, conservative pack. This was a large pack of Oreos. Can't go well, we had, the whole, we had the whole thing. I had most of it. <laughs> and the next day I was just like, mm, I want ice cream. Like it, it just hit so hard. Then I was just, I just fasted through the day and it, it's like, whew, that's, that, that's, that's tough. It makes you irrational. You know, it I think does. when, when you're having like fruit and eating meat and stuff, especially when you eat a piece of fruit, 
you're like, wow, like fruit tastes so good. Fruit's plenty for me. You ever think that? Like when you're eating it, you're like, I don't need, I don't need a, I don't need a fucking Snickers bar. You know, you kind of, I've thought stuff like that before to myself and it makes you a little bit more rational. But as soon as you have a Snickers bar, you're like, fuck eating fruit. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I ain't touching that shit ever again. I'm going to keep eating this. This is way better than a piece of fruit. This is way better than my steak or whatever it might be. Yeah. It doesn't even, it doesn't match up. No. Yeah. And I hate like, uh, if if I I'm cooking up like a steak or something, and I'm like, oh jazz, you got to try this because like whatever it is, it's like delicious. But then I'll see she just had whether even it, it could even be fruit, but I'll be like, oh, this is gonna taste like garbage compared to what you just ate. So never mind. Mm-hmm. It's like so frustrating because you know, especially if it is something kind of bad, like whether it's candy or something then it's just frustrating because I'm like, oh, like my argument for trying to get you to eat a little bit healthier goes way out the window because this is going to taste like crap compared to what you just had. So, yeah. yeah. But I will say this. Oh, nice bicep, Mark. Were you, were you just trying to flex there or were you like fixing your headphone? I think I was just scratching my ear. But <laughs> maybe I was flexing. I think you made, uh, there was a hard flex in there. I don't even know if it, it just happened. Even you weren't thinking about it, but you're like this and it looked like it was peaking. But I think this is actually a great time. Like if you did clear your pantries out, because when you go to the store, you got to wait in a line now. Like the Rayleigh's right here. They, you, you can't, not everyone can get in the store. So if you want to get trash, it takes a while to get it too. There's, there's a natural deterrent right there also. So. You got to really, you got to really want it. You got to like, you got to really think about it, right? You got to really want it, Matt. Oh, God. Anyway, I'll, I'm going to get up that, uh, that, hit up that second workout. Did you hit a workout? Yet today, uh, Nsima? No, that's what I'm going to do after we get off before we get with Mike. I'm going to go hit up a kettlebell imam, maybe for 10 to 12 minutes, shower, and then head back on for our next podcast. So it's every every minute on the minute you're Every doing... minute on the minute. I'll probably, I think I'm going to just do snatches on this one. Yesterday, it was uh, 10 kettlebell swings and five snatches on each arm. Typically, took about 30 to 35 seconds. And then 25 seconds later, boom, hit it up again. I did that for... 11 or 12 minutes. So this one I might do a 10 to 12 minutes, but just pure snatches. I'm thinking maybe seven or 10 snatches on each arm, see how long it takes and just do that every minute on the minute. There's a lot of people that will complain. Like um, I've lifted with people before in, in like uh, at like hotels and stuff like that, where they have, you know, dumbbells that go up to like 60 pounds or something like that. And people are like, they don't have enough weight. <laughs> um, but if you feel like you don't have enough weight, you could always just do other exercises before you do that movement. So for example, uh, let's just say the only thing you have is like a 35 pound kettlebell and you want to get, or 30 pound dumbbell or even 25 pound dumbbell. And you want to get more out of your shoulder work, we'll just do some lateral raises and front raises beforehand. If you, if all you have is 30 pound dumbbells um, and you feel like you can't get a good chest workout in do pushups and flies before you do a press, you know, so just, you just have to be a little more creative. You have to be a little bit more uh, innovative than normal. And you have to just, um, you know, again, if you're, if you're trying to figure out how to train your legs, you know, do some, uh, do some jump squats mm-hmm. and then do a got, then do a bunch of goblet squats with a kettlebell. Like that's going to, that's going to thrash your body. And it's also going to give your body enough stimulus. I also would, so, something I've seen, and it, it 
my reaction to it is kind of weird just because I've been lifting for so long that I'm just like, man, can't these fucking people take a break? <laughs> but when I see people with barbells and I see people squatting, benching and deadlifting and they're doing heavy weights and stuff, uh, it's great that that's, I mean, I understand that's what they love to do. But at the same time, I'm like, man, this is a really nice time to just not do that. Like you do that all the time. Like why not explore? I'm not going to say you shouldn't do it. But what I would advise you to do is try to find some stuff that's just a little different than what you're used to. Like this is a this is the ultimate opportunity to try some things that maybe you haven't done before. A couple weird exercises that you haven't done, or or different forms of exercise. You know, go go hop on a bike or something. You know, I, I realize that people are doing it because it interests them and because it's fun. But people are going like way out of their way to do like wacky stuff with barbells and like they're putting like buckets on the side of it and and everything like that and it's like you don't really need to do that you can just you you're gonna be fine you're gonna be okay you know fi find something a little new a little bit different to uh explore maybe on top of because since you like using the barbell so much maybe on top of that you know yeah it's just with a simple bench like just a regular bench uh, as far as like, you know, a gym bench, not like a, uh, you know, with park bench, but even a park bench would work. But like I was doing the, uh, like step up, stepping up and then stepping down and then doing a backwards lunge. And I'm like, Oh, this is, this feels pretty good. And then sure enough, like after a couple reps, I'm like, Oh fuck, like this is going to kill me. And dude, I got such a good pump in my legs from doing that. Yeah. And then I did add weight, but again, like I don't have that much weight, but for like, it worked out because I, I I could barely hold the damn weight. Like I was falling over. Like it was bad. So yeah, and it's funny because yeah, I, I will see like because I'm usually online looking for some kind of weight set just because like I'm just kind of been in the uh, the mode of doing that. But I'll see a weight set that goes up to like thirty pounds, and there's always some bro in there saying like, "What is this a weight set for ants?" Like, <laughs> like, dude, man, if you can't get in a good workout at home right now, it's probably because you weren't getting a good workout inside the gym, anyways. Like, mm -hmm. you you should be able to figure out how to get a good workout at home with very minimal to no equipment. Look at our boy Corey G just out there doing his lunges. Yeah. Oh, is he just out there doing just straight walking lunges? With no, I think. Weight? I think he can, I think he does a lot of other stuff, you know, at the moment, but I mean, he, th that's such, such a, such an easy exercise to do, you know, go, go lunge for the length of a football field or something like that, you know, go lunge a hundred yards or 50 yards. Brutal. Yeah. Really challenging. Yeah. And, and where can you not do that? Like you can do that anywhere. Yeah. You got room for it. Yeah. There's not, there's, and there's so many examples. People are posting up so many videos of different things you can do. So Again, like, I think this is a time where you can get good at, like, even Mark, get good at running, get good at, like, maybe just running a mile. It's, it's, it's different, and it's not going to take away from your strength. It'll probably help you out, like we just talked about. So get at something different. Mm -hmm. You guys think they're going to open up, open some shit up coming up? I, I, I'm thinking shit will get a little bit better by June 1st. That's my hope slash mm -hmm. prediction. I, 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 I don't know, man, especially here in California, I think because of how chill it has been. Well, at least it, that's what it seems like to me. However, I just, I was texting my mom yesterday and she was saying like in her small town of Woodland, which is like just outside of Sacramento, they have, they have 35 cases, which I, I again, don't know if it's like the, uh, the visual test or if it was lab tests, you know, it says confirmed 
but we don't know what that even means at this moment. And for a small town to get that many, you know, um, cases of it's pretty crazy. And then I don't think I said this on air, but it was so frustrating that they still did the, uh, the, the, uh, they took the, the voting so people can go vote right now, whatever. And they always host it at this, uh, this old, old home, like old people's home. And it makes no freaking sense to invite all these people to come vote where the most at risk people are at. So of course, a bunch of those cases turned out to be right in this uh, convalescent home. That's what the hell it's called. And it's so frustrating. Cause I'm like, are you guys trying to push this on these elderly people right now? Cause that makes no freaking sense. Like I know, I know this is like a, a old small country town that kind of sucks, but like, this is a really dumb move. It was really frustrating. So What's that? When you talked about it, it just seemed like just a, like someone should have seen that's a really bad idea. I, I, I don't know anything about anything. And I could be like, wait, what? You guys still hosted the, uh, see, I, I don't even know what it's called when you go and vote for a president. Whatever that's called, they still held it at this location. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see that a mile away that that is a terrible idea. And sure enough, I think like 12, 12 of the staff contracted it and then i think another like yeah i know i'm like what how dumb are you and apparently they're that dumb (laughs) this is uh from the uh bloomberg uh twitter account um just like you know twitter just kind of has a feed of like news and stuff but it basically is saying that uh harvard researchers are saying that uh social distancing may, may need to be practiced through 2022 Wow. Um, so that doesn't really necessarily mean that we're in the same situation that we're in now. But uh, I mean, like, I think it makes sense to moving forward to utilize a lot of these practices. I really do like, you know, people being more uh, conscious of uh, keeping themselves clean. I think that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, people, um, you know, shaking hands and stuff. It's just a dumb tradition. It's it's always been dumb. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I know that that's something that we just do, but like you have uh, other cultures where they just bow and stuff like that. It's like, it seems like that's a superior form of, of greeting somebody and uh, that should be plenty rather than like wiping yourself all over somebody else. I mean, if you kind of think about it, that's kind of sort of what you're doing, you're like, Hey, you know, here's, here's my germs. Why don't you take on now? The one thing that's important about that though, and, and interesting is that by exposing each other to each other less, you might end up weakening your immune system. So, you know, for as much research that will come out about like, hey, we need to do this, there's going to be other research that shows, hey, we can't do that. Um, it's my belief, and I don't, I don't know how much of this is true, but they, um, I'm a believer in this. They say that a lot of kids uh, get asthma. And people have asthma a little bit more nowadays because they don't have an opportunity to get outside in grass and in dirt and things like that. Um, and so sometimes they develop uh, allergies to stuff that they just weren't exposed to when they were young. Mm-hmm. Maybe the same thing is true with like peanut butter and stuff like that. You know, kids get uh, a lot. Some sometimes they're able to give them small exposures to that when they're young. And and then the children like there's people that say, hey, feed your kids peanuts, feed, feed your kids peanut butter when they're young. So that way they don't have that resistance, allow your kids to play in the dirt. But we, as we were talking about the other day, you know, there's all these roads everywhere. So there's less dirt, there's less 
uh, stuff blowing through the air and, and maybe you're not getting uh, exposed to all these things. So maybe by like not shaking hands anymore, maybe you could uh, argue or make a case that, you know, may, maybe you wouldn't, maybe your immune system is not as strong, but then maybe you can also make another argument and say, well, maybe your immune system doesn't need to be as strong because we're not touching each other anymore. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, who knows? Because I, I had asthma as a kid and then it ended up going away a few years into soccer. Maybe it wasn't just getting in better shape. Maybe it was because I was outside more. I I don't really know, but that could be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but damn. yeah, it makes sense. Cause then you develop the, you know, your immune system for it. So, and then also like, uh, I think they said if your grandparents were smokers, you have a better chance of having respiratory issues. Mm. And that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know where I heard that. I might've just made it up, but also how many people are going to stop smoking because of all this? Hopefully all of them, but hopefully a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. No, I saw a bunch of people I know that, that are like, I'm not smoking cigarettes anymore. I'm not going to be vaping anymore. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people I know who are just trying to drop that. Now it makes a lot of sense. It makes so much sense. Cause if there's a virus that literally attacks you and could kill you because you're a smoker. Mm-hmm. That's right. scary. I know uh, Gavin Newsom, our governor, you know, he's talking about, you know, reopening California's economy and then it's um it's California, Oregon and Washington state. They're just they're trying to have a coordinated effort uh between the three of them. And I, I think, you know, I think that that's smart too. I think some sort of coordinated effort I think makes some sense to me. Um I you saw Trump the other day, you know, throwing his weight around saying like, you know, what what he says goes type of thing. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, as we move forward what will happen and uh, you know when trump trump's going to probably say one thing and then other people uh other governors and other states may choose to do something slightly different but i mean it, to me it just makes sense that he would just take it by a case by case basis because it seems like um the status of each state and of each area i mean it that just seems pretty logical to me. Um, it makes some sense that they conduct themselves in a little bit different ways, but then it also kind of brings up some of the issues of like, well, what about people crossing state lines? What about people traveling? You know, so it brings into question some of those things. And then again, whenever you have a bunch of rules then you have to figure out a way to police it and then policing stuff could cause violence or irritation or frustration or revolt or so it'll be uh interesting uh moving forward but hopefully they come up with a good plan and hopefully we get hopefully we get back to uh at least some of the basics you know yeah it would be cool to uh, not be looked at weird when you don't have a mask on like went went into costco the other day and got some got some interesting looks it's like hey like I, I'm healthy. Leave me alone. <laughs> but, but you know, real talk, China's like, like China before this outbreak, you see pictures of China, like hell people have been wearing masks for like the longest time because of mm-hmm. SARS. Um, like I was thinking that might just be what we end up looking like. Even after this is finished, people are still going to be just out on the street wearing masks. Yeah, I think so. And it's funny. Cause yeah, like there's still conflicting info about the mask and whatnot. Like even, I've even said on this podcast, like, Oh, they don't do anything. But now it's like, well, if you sneeze, you, you you do it into your your sleeve. Like, why is that? Like, well, I'm not talking about like blowing snot everywhere, <laughs> but like, why why is that recommended? But then a mask isn't. I'm like, I feel like 
they both almost do the same thing, but mm-hmm. again, uneducated, I, I don't know anything about it. So what, yeah, I'm just going with what I know right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the way the news is reported is so interesting to me too, because the, like the way everything and Daniel was explaining this as well is like, things are so uh, sensationalized and there's so much like uh, inflection in what they're saying. Like I was watching the news the other day and um, I, I just never even noticed this because I don't pay that much attention. I don't really normally even barely watch the news. But, you know, it's amazing how each channel has like an agenda, it seems like. Like one channel is totally for Trump and one channel hates him. Um, it's And that's that's uh, that's man, that's a that's a tough situation to be in for the for us as Americans to have to listen to these two that are so uh charged um from a uh political standpoint and not necessarily charged for um they're not as excited to just report what's going to help you the most they're like you know i I, when they were talking about trump they automatically kind of had these negative looks on their faces and then they were not automatically kind of talking in, in a very negative way and then i saw another channel where they were automatically all for Trump and for right. everything that he said. And I'm like, this is, this is insane. Why, why, how could any, like, you know, it was just, I don't know. I just, I just thought, man, well, that's why there's so much confusion going on. We got these people with these other agendas going on that are, that are just uh, really compromising the information. I mean, even just like in looking at some of these reports and some of the information, somebody will come on screen and they'll say, we know social distancing is working. Well, even just that statement, how do you know social distancing is working compared to what? You know, because what if we didn't have social distancing? What if we just let people go through it? Yes, the numbers would be higher, but maybe we'd get through all this shit faster. You know, it's like you don't really know. And they're not really when they're making these statements. And I'm not even saying that that's true. I'm just saying that when they make these statements, they don't really back them up with anything strong. They don't really surround it with other information saying, hey, to our best knowledge, this is this is working effectively for the moment, um, and, and hopefully we can continue this to to get rid of it, and then we can take steps A, B, and C to move forward. But they're really just, you know, they'll they'll tell you how many cases popped up. They'll say a hundred thousand cases popped up, or or whatever it might be. Then they don't. When they say that, they're making that sound like everyone's going to die. Mm. <laughs> Like the way they say it, right? It's and and I I know that they're not saying it. They're not saying like a hundred thousand people died. They're just saying a hundred a hundred thousand new cases popped up, or they found out X amount of people have the virus. What they're not saying is the good and the bad of that. The yeah. bad is maybe they could spread that to people that are unhealthy. The good news is is those people might be inoculated f- from it for the rest of their lives. They might not ever get it again. P- perhaps we don't. I don't think we have that information yet, but. They're just they're just laying down that one piece of content to you, and and trying to scare the fucking shit out of you, or or maybe they're not even trying to scare you, but it sounds scary the way that they're doing it. Yeah. To Dr. Batar's credit, and I think Andrew uh, put this clip up. Um, they're trying to literally instill fear because fear gets you paying attention, and and it, like also like you were saying, Mark, it's really well known that, for example, CNN is a left leaning news network. 
Fox News is a right-leaning news network. And when you go to either of these, they say that they don't have implicit bias, but you can tell by watching one thing from CNN or one thing that Fox News is. Fox News is going to back Trump on a lot of things. CNN is going to tear him down on a lot of things. And then there's this new network called OAN. I forgot what it stands for, but it's this network that Trump has been posting up a lot about because they're really, they're, they're like, honestly, just throwing him a lot of softball questions and they're super for him. So Trump is putting out and tweeting, hey, this OAN network, they got their stuff right. Like Fox News, you're a joke. CNN, you're a joke. And now all his supporters are watching OAN. So it's like you can't trust what's being put out because all of these things, they will put out information that only it, there's there's so much bias right and even even us like i i think that i i like what we're doing here because like we may have certain ideas but we still try to let other people that have different views onto the show so that we can talk to them right i'm not saying we're a news network but i mean it, it's just it's hard to trust it it's you can't trust the news unless you're watching like all of the different channels or you're paying attention to a network that puts back up for all the different facts. Yeah. I wonder how, happen to- how, ahead, how OAN turns into Mark Bell's power project podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Um, did you guys happen to see the clip that Joe Rogan posted where he's with Tom green and it's like the first ever podcast of any kind. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. So he posted it up just a couple days ago and, um, it's, it's him and Tom Green, and they're just talking. Um, they're sitting together in like a studio kind of thing, and they talk to somebody live. And it's like not the first time it's ever happened, but it's kind of the first time it's ever happened in that format. The guy that, that, that like called in or whatever, he was a fan of Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan's a comedian. He would just happen to be a fan of his, and they talked. And this is like, I don't know, 2007 or something like that. Rogan is sitting there and he's completely blown away. He's like, Tom, he's like, this changes everything. He's like, with this form, he's like, wait, he's like, this is wild. And they're sitting there drinking a beer. He goes, this is wild. He's like, we don't have to be censored. We don't need to, you know, we don't need to have an agenda because, Mm -hmm. because of the sponsors and all this stuff. And like, you could see Joe Rogan's brain is like, Mm. it's, it's going to (laughs) explode. And you get the idea of like, from that day forward, Joe Rogan never stopped thinking about podcasting, but it it is super interesting that you'll have some people who are like, don't look at the internet because the internet doesn't have good information or you, you don't know how to vet the information, but we don't know how to vet the information from anywhere. And maybe the information that is floating around from CNN and Fox, maybe that is more altered than the crap that you'd find on the internet. Because sometimes with things like this, we, we, we do have a lot of freedom of speech. I'm sure there's certain things we could say, get some slaps on the wrist for it here and there, but, for the most part, we could say, you know, nearly any, anything that we'd like. And you're seeing a lot of popularity in, in people that are expressing their freedom of speech. Um, Brian Rose with his podcast, Alex Jones. I mean, these are people that, yes, I understand people think they're completely, completely crazy, but it is, it is great. And I think it's what the country's based off of. It's great to have people that are able to express uh, whatever, whatever they want to express. And obviously those people have an agenda because 
they have sponsors and they had advertisers and it, it gets to be, it gets to be complicated as well, but it's, it's, um, it's just, it's just cool to have podcast formats and have stuff on the internet where at least you feel like you can say just about anything without having to be cut off too. You don't have a 20 minute timeline. Like you can really flesh out certain th- things. You know, if somebody says something, you can dig in on that for as long as you want to. It's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then no, well, I mean, I know some podcasts have commercials. I know we start one, like our podcast with ads and stuff, but there's no commercial breaks, you know, like you, you don't have to hit one segment and then come back and just totally ignore whatever you just spoke about. Or if you do, you have to try to ramp up that, that conversation again. And then by the time it gets good, it's like, Oh, another commercial break, you know? And, and like, and again, like a lot of, uh, you know, like you were just saying, like uh, left and right news uh, broadcasts and whatnot, like those commercials that follow will also still push that agenda and still kind of get in the heads of the, the viewers trying to, you know, convince them of one argument or, you know what I mean? So podcasting is amazing, man. I, I love this format. I love that it does go long. I love that there are no like it's it's still the last like free media you know like some of our stuff with like batar and even uh daniel orego was censored on certain platforms i was surprised okay. yeah but audio side it's all good it, it's amazing like they're not gonna be able to shut that part down mm-hmm. yeah on youtube like I think if you have like Corona, Corona in the title or certain things in the title, they automatically push it down. There's certain things that they're, 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 they're shadow batting. Um, that's not okay. Yeah. And, and that's why like some of the titles have been changing like on our podcast lately. Yeah. Like there, I mean, I definitely want to get to the, uh, you know, the, the, the main topic of these conversations, but if I put Dr. Drew admits he was wrong on coronavirus. Like it's going to get flagged right away. And also yep. like, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, it was a, like he was like, we were, I don't want to be mean towards him at all. Like it was amazing that we had him on. Not that he, you know, we weren't mean to him or anything, but like, I can't do that right now. And it sucks. These, uh, algorithms too. I've heard that they'll like stuff you down, uh, when you use, when you name drop too. Like, so if you try to tag the rock, like they, they don't, they don't want you to piggyback off of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they, they have uh, just, you know, stuff, shit that I've heard, but you know, I, I find it fascinating too. Like, you know, we got ourselves into this predicament where um, we're really trained to have like a ton of uh, attention deficit disorder. Basically um, a lot of the stuff that's in front of us sort of promotes that the way you're able just to go like, whoosh, whoosh. Mm like you're able just to scroll right through and scroll right by. Oh, I don't care about that guy, you know, doing that lift. I can scroll right past it. I don't care about, mm-hmm. you know, this person's message. I can, I can scroll right past it. But um, this kind of stuff, you know, podcasting is, is, a, is such a better format. My wife and I had a really good conversation about it yesterday, you know, the podcast versus Instagram and, this is such a good format because we can talk about stuff. We could say something that might be partially, con- you know, um, confrontational or controversial, but then we can back it up by stating why we feel that way. And then people can make their own judgment and say, okay, well, he just feels that way because of X, Y, and Z. They're not going to 
hopefully they don't say he feels that way because it's a dick, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, hopefully they say, well, I, okay, I, that, that makes sense. I understand why he's got that vantage point. Okay. Yeah, I, I get it. I don't like it. I don't agree with it, you know, but, and, and I, I, I'm hoping that people can, uh, can disagree more and, and uh, be okay with it without people out getting so pissed off. Yeah, that's, I think that's, if there's anything that, uh, that I've gotten from this, <laughs> it's people, people will get in their emotions about certain things. And, and I've also learned, I've gotten better at not allowing myself to get emotional about other things that are said, because I see what it's like being on the side of, on our side. So when somebody says something, I just wait it out and I, I, I try to see what, what, what's, what are you going to say next? Or maybe why did you say what you just said there? You know? Yeah. Even with like uh, replying to comments and stuff, like somebody had said a really, really mean comment so, uh, in short, they were saying like, Oh, boring podcast. And like, well, apologies, but check out this Dr. Batar episode. And if that doesn't get your rocks off, check out Tony huge. Like mm. there's no way you're going to tell me that both of those are boring. So yeah, I've definitely had a, I don't know what the, the term is, but I'm just like, I don't know. Empathy. Is that the right word? I, I, that is, yeah. Is that? Empathy and patience. Patience, yeah, patience. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. 100%. I think the, uh, the next evolution to our podcast is uh, that, that Hootenanny, the Hootenanny podcast and stuff. Yeah, no, we need to, get, we, we, need to, we need to get that going, get some uh, people calling in, right? Yeah. So I think uh, because we are using zoom, I think, we will be able to easily take like fan calls and like have, mm. have people that are watching live right now can Yo, actually hop she. into this conversation, That'll which be would dope. be fun. Yeah. It's yeah, hashtag quarantine cool. doubles. There you go. Quarantine doubles. Quarantine I'm in. doubles. Okay. Is that, is that catchy enough? It, it is. Sounds just, good to me. I, I, I'm always going to misspell quarantine though. Oh, that's true. Okay. We spell it C-O-R-N-T-I-N-E or T-E-E-N. Quarantine. 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 C-O-R-A-N-T-E-E-N. No, just C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. Corn. Quarantine. Teen. Could spell it with a K. Or with a K. <laughs> Like the like the band. <laughs> well, we really yeah, got to like decide band. on this because people are going to be like, "What do I hashtag when I do my doubles?" Um, what do you guys want? I'm gonna let y'all vote on this. I think yeah, quarantine doubles is fine. Like spelled correctly or spelled with spelled, a K? spelled correctly. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Deal. And then whatever gets whatever gets people moving. <laughs> I mean, we could just say double doubles since I like In and Out. Mm. Now you're making me hungry. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, photos in that hashtag though. We're yeah. trying to pick something that has like nothing so we can own the hashtag. Just take over that hashtag, but now you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's hard to fuck with in and out. It's hard to fuck. Quarantine doubles. Let's do it. I'm okay. in. Deal. Boom. See? All right, Andrew, take us on out of here, buddy. All right. Thank you everybody for checking out this episode, especially the people on the live stream. It's really cool hanging out with you guys again. It's shit, it's- we were live. <laughs> Yeah, we were we were Damn. recording the whole time too. Oh shit! Yeah, I know, right? All right. We done. Seema didn't even brush his teeth yet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I smell funky, and it's horrible. I uh, I can't smell you through the the, the computer, so it's not that bad. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Anywho, uh, if you guys 
can, please follow the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project, at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash Power Project, I think, or maybe it's MB Power Project, whatever. All links will be down in the iTunes show notes and YouTube description. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Piedmontese. Links for that down in the description as well. My Instagram is at I am Andrew Z in SEMA. Where are you at? Adam Sima Yin Yang on Instagram and YouTube. Adam Sima Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter. Mark. Got one more thing. Sorry. Andrew. Uh, or maybe, maybe I just took, well, you know, I'll wait for Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Keep on those uh, 100 squats a day, 100 push-ups a day, and keep on top of those 10-minute walks. We're going to be doing two workouts every single day. We'd love for you guys to join in with us. Um, and, like, let us know what you're doing. Let us know, you know, the the type of workouts you're doing and stuff like that. You can leave it in the comments below in the YouTube video of this, or you can uh, go over to our power project um, Instagram and let us know what's up. Let us know how you're doing with it. Yeah. And real quick for those that are catching this live stream uh, right now, today, April 15th, you can get 19% off the entire website at markbellslingshot.com. I thought it was a birthday gift for me, but it turns out that uh, we're just, giving a gift to everybody for this COVID 19% off. So please head over there ASAP. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's pretty dope. Uh, 19% off at markbellslingshot.com. And of course, markbell.com is still giving a free 30 day trial to the entire website. So if you are going to do these quarantine doubles, you get some guidance for absolutely free. Just go over there, sign up uh, and you gain access to the entire website. So that is a really cool feat. Um, a uh, cool luxury during this time where we don't have a gym. You now have a coach and a gym partner in Mark Bell. Sick. Strength is never weakness. Weak is never strength. Catch y'all later. Power Project crew, thank you for checking out this episode with just the Power Project crew. That felt really good to be live and hang out and interact with everybody. But right now we wanted to give a huge shout out to everybody that's been uh, rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes. Thank you guys so much. Right now we really want to give the biggest of shout outs to Emmanuel Rubio 5220. Uh, Our boy Emmanuel says, awesome podcast. Quote, gotta say this podcast is awesome. Great guests and an awesome legit view in lifting and how it transcends to life. Always exciting to listen to. The thing said on this podcast are real. Your voice is heard all the way from a small town in NC, Washington. Lifting is a big part of my life, and this podcast is super relatable. Always a fun listen. Stay savage. Uh, you stay savage, Mr. Emmanuel Rubio. Thank you so much for that review, man. Um, seriously, like, thank you. I can't, I can't, I'll never be able to say it enough, but thank you anyways. Uh, if you listen right now, if you'd like to hear your name right on air, please head over to iTunes right now. Drop us a rating and a review, and you could hear your name on air, just like our homie, Emmanuel. Daniel Rubio 5220. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.